Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. This week we've got an exclusive members-only episode. Head over to hotmessmumsclub.com if you are a member to listen to it or join up as a member so you can listen to it. It's fantastic. It's with the lovely Rebecca Oxterby who's uh, got her first book out. It's called Mum's the Word and it's all about the stuff that no one tells you once you become a parent. And here's a quick taster of our chat with Rebecca. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. What I love about your book is you just bang on with everything you say. There are women, mums out there going, oh my God, she's the first person who's actually said it. She said it. I don't think I held back. And it's quite terrifying putting that out there because you think, oh my God, I don't want people to think that I hate this baby because I don't. (laughs) I just want people to know it's not as beautiful all the time as it's made out to be. No, it's not. I remember uh, being f- uh, pregnant with my first, my daughter, and my friend, Kimberly. she runs a salon. She used to do all my beauty treatment. And I was out here large and having my nails done. And she had um, two. And she said to me, I want to tell you, she said, it really is shit at times. She went, I just want you to know, Cal, it really is hard work. And I came home and I said to Chris, God, she was a negative Nelly today. Um, I said, you know, this is going to be amazing. And I was really airy fairy with my pregnancy with Ava Lily. I thought it was going to be just, you know, so easy. And I'd be an earth mother breastfeeding till she was two and carrying her around in a sling and all of that. And I had, or the opposite to everything. It was really hard. I didn't have a water birth. I had an emergency C-section. I couldn't breastfeed, everything. So then I was like, I get what Kimberly said. She was just trying to give me a heads up. Mm. So I didn't go into it like I did, (laughs) thinking it was going to be like picturesque all the time because it's incredible and amazing. Um, But it's hard and sad, lonely sometimes as well. God, it's lonely. I think initially everybody in the world wants to come and visit the baby Mm. and you just live off this high of visitors constantly. And then after about a month, no one comes around anymore. Nobody's making dinners anymore. You are absolutely exhausted. For me, I was still recovering from the section and I was completely on my own. And I just thought like Danny had gone back to work. It, It was the most lonely and often underwhelming experience. And I don't think anyone tells you that it's going to be underwhelming. Mm. Everybody says it's overwhelming, but it was boring. Mm. Some days were completely boring. This kid didn't do anything and I couldn't go anywhere or do anything. You, You feel awful making out like it's not the most perfect thing in the world. And I love her more than anything. And I think that's the thing. You feel like you need to justify some of these feelings. Yeah, I would be lying to people if I said that it was perfect all the time because it's not. It's uh, it's interesting because we've all got our experiences, but again, with the first, that's all. The first is the worst, obviously, because you're totally unprepared. But um, I remember with Connie. I mean, she's 19, so I can just about remember. 
offer. But um, I had a friend who had a, a baby like six months before me. And I just remember going over there and I was still like in a trance. And I had the baby in a like the little car seat carrier thing. I don't even know what they're called anymore. <laughs> and I just plonked it down in a living room. And I said, what do I do with it? That's what I said. What do I do with it? And she, I saw her yesterday. And she actually reminded me of those words. <laughs> because I was completely clueless but the one thing I did swear to myself I do and I have and that's exactly what you do in this book is when I've had friends who first time pregnant um they always say what you know have you got any advice I said my advice is it's going to be really crap but don't worry about it because yeah yeah, that's normal and you're going to feel like shit probably giving birth like shitting a rugby ball if you ask me (laughs) Um, I'm just putting it out there for your friends um, and they've all really appreciated it because actually, you know, if you're prepped and you think kind of the worst, good things happen. Yeah. There are some good days. You can celebrate the good days, but if you're prepped for the worst, then there we go. Well, listen, Rebecca, if you have a second, let me tell you, no one comes to the house. No one gets you any gifts and no, no one cares. The second, bless it, is insignificant. I can, You're not I can... selling it to me at all. You see, I love a newborn. So, you know, when you talk about they don't do anything, my husband says that. He goes, newborns don't do anything. Well, I just sit there, eat digestives and with Heath, just snuggle, snuggle, snuggle and yeah. absolutely loved it. I really struggle when they start to like get an attitude and personality. And then like, especially with my son, you know, I found that extremely hard. It's, it's got a lot better, but Jenny knows, you know, I was on lockdown before lockdown started. I didn't go out. I mean, it was my life for sort of a year or so was, was very strange. I think everybody's journey is so different, Mm. but it will never be straightforward and that's the great thing about having women like you to say that to people so they know that there's nothing wrong with them Mm. (laughs) no a lot of people have said to me if you think that that was bad you are going to write a novel for this second chapter because when they become toddlers Mm -hmm. it's horrendous and I she's nearly one she's one on Thursday and um Already she's starting to get this attitude, starting to walk around, she'll start throwing her food off the high chair. And it's just crazy how you've grown this little person and you think, oh, I'm going to be the perfect mom, my kid won't be a little brat. You know, and you see them in Tesco and you think, my kid's not going to be like that. She will, yeah. she is like that. Yeah. Oh. I've done. I don't know how I've made her like that, but she has an attitude already. Even Alexa doesn't listen to me. Nobody listens to me in the house anymore. It's driving me mad. I love that um, thing you put in your book about Alexa. You know when you everything's just chaotic. Don't you say something about you shout at Alexa? And, yeah, Alexa, it, eat your fucking porridge. I, love that. I can't distinguish between the two of them. Honestly, I'm screaming Alexa. I'm screaming Isabel. It's a nightmare. That is so true. I really <laughs> resonate with a lot of the stuff that you put in in that book. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. You can hear our full episode with Rebecca Oxterby by becoming a member of the Hot Mess Mums Club. All you need to do is head over to our website, hotmessmumsclub.com, and sign up as a member today, and you'll get that bonus episode and all the others as well. <laughs>